0: Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we got it. I've been robbed for the second time in three days. I'm losing my mind.
1: You are Locked On Blue Jays,
0: your daily Toronto
1: Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jays. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and
0: on YouTube or the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Okay, so some, I want to say, pre, precursor to this episode. Before we get rolling, before we get moving and into it here, Carter's in our bathroom right now. Um. I'm in my room. It's God knows what time at night. This was sort of an emergency pod because we got screwed over. So what happened today? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this back to Saturday night. Saturday night, I uh, I had to work the Jets game. It was a late game, nine o'clock start. So I'm there from about six fifteen. Till, um, I think it was like around 1.30 a.m. I walk out. I'm like, okay, whatever. i hop my car, start my car. I'm on the phone um, with my brother. And uh, I noticed like something sounds weird. Something sounds off. I turn around, my window smashed. My passenger side window smashed. Bag stolen out of the back. So I was taking my some of my stuff home for the weekend. I was going back to Bosier. Sure. Stuff stolen tough look pissed Some of y'all, and then I found the thing that the guy smashed my window with um it was brutal it's been it's been just just a hellish week um or a couple days I should say not even week uh then so today we went and we we had golf this morning I was on the phone with MPI early early this morning to try to get my claim in um did I had to file a police report I did all this um setting up a day to go and get my window replaced and then we went golfing we, we had a time booked at the simulators went golfing came back home had a boat half hour 40 minutes and i'm like you know what if well, there's no way we're gonna get everything ready recorded by the time i have to leave i had another jets game today so i left for the jets game i get home around 10 30 10 45 tonight um We start, you know, just putting our thoughts together about, you know, what we're going to talk about today. What's going to be our, you know, main points of conversation, which we were going to be talking about, you know, who's going to play second base for us this year's pumped. It was actually like the segment looked great. It was going to be fun. we were going to talk spring training stuff, all that. Um, Carter runs out to go grab his headphones, which he didn't find anyway, um, from his car.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's a great segue for me to take over, actually. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I have this problem that I just tend to forget things, and uh, I've been kind of back and forth from houses uh, this week. So I guess I forgot to bring my headphones inside. So I'm like, oh yeah, I have to uh, record this podcast, bring me my headphones. So it's uh, pretty late, but I'm just going out to my car, and I look out and I'm, like of our front door, and I notice like this like black figure just in our driveway. I'm like, what is this? Like, I can't even tell what it was because she was like. The person was pretty small and obviously it was dark out. So I couldn't really see. And I just kind of peer through the window and she's walking down the back lane. And all of a sudden she turns into our driveway. I'm like, what is happening? She goes over to Braden's car, tries to open the door. Does Obviously it's locked. Goes to her neighbor's car, tries to open their door. It's locked as well. So then she starts peering into their cars, putting her head to the glass, looking to see if there's anything in there. And I'm like, I know this, this is like, I don't know who this is. Like, it's dark. They could have stuff on them. I don't want to go out there and put myself at risk. But then she starts walking me away. And then I said some not so nice things kind of telling her to get the heck out of here. Like, and we've had a problem with this kind of stuff before. Obviously Braden had his uh, car getting broken into uh, Saturday that was, and then I had money stolen from my car a couple months ago as well. So this has been a common problem in our area. So Braden just obviously hears the commotion he's like what happened like this girl just tried to steal from your car he's like I'm calling the cops I'm like I'm getting in the car I'm following her so then I jump in the car I sprint over there I mean like I was looking like Bradley Zimmer in his prime just getting over in my car I get in there and I start just like kind of coasting behind her she it was a girl she was probably about 5'1 like 115 pounds like I'm not a fighter but I probably could have taken her like I'm a bigger guy but I didn't want to put myself at risk because I wasn't sure if she was on some drugs or whatnot so I'm just kind of following her around. I get on the phone with 911 as well. And I'm like, hey, this girl literally just tried to break into our cars. And then the 911 operator's like, are like, you following her? I'm like, yeah, I'm following her. She's like, no, you probably shouldn't uh, be following her for your safety. I'm like, I'm in a car and she's on foot. She's 115 pounds. I'm going to follow her. She's like, no, no, I don't think you should follow her for your safety. But I'm like, no, we're going to do that. So then she's just asking me a bunch of like descriptive questions, like what she looks like, how tall is she, all this random stuff as I'm just kind of coasting behind her about a block and a half away, then she ends up going into this apartment building about three blocks away from
0: our house. So before you continue, I'm going to say my piece so that we can sort of like match up timelines here. So at this point, Carter's gone and I'm on the phone with 911. They're like um, asking me a bunch of questions. Where's the, what's the address? What's going on? You know, whatever. And I answer them and I say, this person tried to rob us, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, well, you're not, she goes, oh, well, what does your friend say that she looked like? I'm like, oh, I, I don't know actually. And she goes, what do you mean? Like he's not following her. Is he, I go, oh yeah, he's following her. (laughs) And she goes, no, (laughs) no, don't, don't follow her. And I'm like, he's gone. And she's like, she's like, he shouldn't be following her. So she's like, I'm sending the, the police over there. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Can you come get this chick? So I hang up the phone and I'm then I'm thinking, oh my god, like I don't know if Carter's on foot. Like I thought because I didn't see, I didn't see he went to the car. I just saw him take off. So I'm like, okay. And so I hop in my car and I'm like, I better go find this guy, make sure he wasn't like shot or stabbed or something. You never know. Langing so I start driving around the city and like I'm I'm driving down a couple back lanes. I'm looking. I'm like, I can't find him. Like I'm like, oh my god. So I'm phoning him, phoning him, phoning him. Phoning him. No answer. Finally, I get back to the house. I uh, get back inside. And, uh, he calls me and he goes, he goes, Hey, I'm over here by this apartment building. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm making my way there. So I rip over there. She, she's sitting in the lobby of this apartment building. Um, and so Carter's got eyes on her. He's, he's like locked right in. And, uh, Just so on. he was locked on. That's what it should be nice. Um, uh, so then as I'm pulling up, there's like a door dash delivery driver. All right. And I look, I looked over, and I'm like, oh my goodness, he's about to go in this building. I'm like, I don't, we don't know if this this chick has something, if she's got, uh, you know, if she's on something, whatever. So I'm like, I I yelled, I, I yelled to Carter, I'm like, yo, let him know, or we were on the phone actually. So I yell, I'm like, yo, let this guy know, make sure he doesn't go in there. And uh, Carter yeah. tells him, I'll take
1: over again. I'm like, hey, like we you know we're not sure like what's going on here. This is the situation. Like this girl just tried to rob uh, our cars. Tried to like, I'm not sure what she was trying to do, but she's trying to get into our cars. And she had, she was, I also forgot to bring this up. She was carrying around this, like a garbage bin, like literally like something that, like the garbage truck would come and like dump into their truck. Like she had one of those for, I guess, for her heist, whatever she was planning on doing. Her heist. So <laughs> she a GTA had that. She's 5 character. And that was like the first thing like that I told them. I'm like, she's pretty obviously identifiable. Like she's the only one in the city that's going to be carrying around a garbage bin. So she goes into this, like, uh, yeah, the apartment building, but is one of those apartment buildings where you need to buzz in or you need a key or something to actually get into the lobby. But then this DoorDash guy comes up, and I'm like, dude, you probably shouldn't go in there. Like, this girl's kind of sketchy. Like, we're not sure what's happening. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I gotta, I gotta, like, deliver this food. Like, I don't want my rating to go down. I'm like, okay, like, screw your rating. Like, you don't know what's gonna happen to yourself. But I think he saw the girl, and he was, he was, again, like, not a, huge guy but like bigger than obviously 115 pounds so I think he was like I'll kind of take my battles here so then he texts the girl it's about like it looked like a 15 year old girl she comes down walks by the girl that's was stealing stuff from us <laughs> and she just like pays for her stuff and it's like a regular day for her. and this is all happening at like 12 12:30 at night so it's like still it's pretty late obviously it's not light out whatsoever so then we're, she's inside the door, like in the lobby. And we're like, oh, well, we're kind of screwed now. Like she must be gone. Yeah. And then we're waiting for the cops. The cops took, the guys were cool. Like the people that came were awesome, but it took them a while to get there.
0: So yeah. We're, waiting, we're so, just
1: sitting there waiting. I'll give it back to you to explain their ass.
0: Yeah. So, so we're sitting there waiting and obviously the, the cops phone me and they're like, hey, we're five minutes away. Do, do you still have eyes on her? I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they let her into the actual building when they opened the door. Turns out they did. So I'm on the phone with the cops and I'm like, no, no, great. Thanks a bunch. Appreciate it. The guy shows up. I go, buddy, the delivery driver, let him into the building, let her into the building. He goes, DoorDash. And he walks inside, inside this building and uh, yeah. And, and they're looking around inside the building, looking around, looking around. Then they come out and we're like, they don't, they don't have the girl with them. Like, Oh, She must've gone away. Like, damn it. They missed her. Yeah, so then we're talking to the cops. He's taking a couple bit of information from us, just whatever. And then she peers her head in to the side of the like the door. And I'm like, that's her. That's her right there. And the cop goes, oh, okay, cool. Walks over there. And I, I'm going to play you the video of when they bring her outside. I'm going to play that right now. I, this is going to look terrible because I shot it on my phone, but I wanted to make sure we got the video. Me and Carter are sitting car to car beside them in front of this police car. So here's the video. Uh, we got two for you actually, so here's the first one. Car tries to get robbed. This chick was the one that tried to rob us. This would have been day two. Me and Kit walk on Blue
1: Jays one, the
0: <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> Me and Kit uh, he comes back downstairs and he goes, This chick just tried to rob us. He's like, I'm following her, get in the car, get in the car.
1: Good thing I wasn't one of my growing up because I was on her
0: so we're not sure what's happening. The police are here, being beauties. We support the boys in blue and the and the ladies in blue. Good people. Doing their job. My car just got robbed two days ago and this chick tried to do it again. Not at the locked on Blue Jays house. Ready
1: to invest in some surveillance here, I think. It's getting ridiculous.
0: Yeah. So we take this video, the, uh, and, and they're just sort of chatting to her, not really saying a whole lot. The guy comes over and gets some more information. The police officer, good dude. The, the guy that, uh, that dealt with us, awesome guy. Um, you know, they, they, they showed up. They, they did what they needed to do. Um, and then um, we're sitting there, and Carter gets this video.
1: Core one for the good guys. Yeah, locked on here. We're just uh, helping picking up the trash in the community. Uh, she was obviously um, going around town just trying to get into any car she could. So uh, I guess you could say we're kind of local heroes around here.
0: Well, you know, we did our part. You know, the, you know, we got to give, you know, cap tips to the, uh, to the police. They did fantastic. The um, uh, 911 dispatch lady that we dealt with on the phone, she was fantastic too. They really, they really did a standout job. It's just, it was one of those things where I'm already dealing with, still dealing with one of these break-ins at a different location. So this was at my work. And then, you know, two nights later, you come out and somebody is trying to rob you at your house, which we live in a pretty good neighborhood. Like there's, you don't, you know, you don't really think about it. And then all this happens. So anyway, they get her. Odds are she's going to be back out tomorrow, but we really, you know, we're not sure how this all works, but you know, it was interesting at least. And then it's a good we, thing that they, had lead investigator Carter first on the scene or else this uh, crime might not have been solved. Yeah. Carter, you know, he's obviously watched a couple documentaries and he was following her. He's watching some true detective or whatever. And then, uh, so we get back to our place and our, and our neighbor's, uh, pulled up in their car so there's there's in one of the parking spots and uh so i get out of the vehicle and i'm like hey just letting you two know we were just you know about to get robbed anyway um make sure you guys like lock your cars and whatever and great people they're awesome uh, they yeah you know said thanks whatever um but yeah just sort of a absolute bonkers night like i you know what? I'm exhausted. Like, I'm, I'm just dead right now. So anyways, the, the point of the story is Carter's in a bathroom. Yeah, it is. It is. At this
1: point, it is one fifty eight in the morning. We are grinding. I mean, we're just producing content for you guys here. I know we this. We kind of drew out the story a little bit, but this is just like a, the first time this kind of ever happened to us. Obviously, uh, not too common that uh, we almost get robbed, especially it was funny that I just happened to be going out at that exact moment to get my headphones. It was literally, literally like out of a movie because of just the timing that I just saw start to go down the back lane and took a complete like 50 or a 180 turn and just came right at our cars like that. So speaking of that, we're going to get into our winners and losers of the night.
0: Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. You can bet that locked-on Blue Jays will stop the crime around the city. That's going to be a new bet line they're going to have to throw in there. It's going to be how many how many crimes can these guys stop per week? We're going to have to keep track of a statistic for that one, for sure. Well, we're 1-1 we're in one one right now. But I also put down some NHL bets today. I lost on all of them. Did not win one. So we're not looking good. Or I don't, yeah, no, I didn't win one. That's but, a common reoccurrence for you so far. It's not looking great. No, I'm losing. I'm, I'm in I'm in the negatives right now. I'm going to have to but start feeding you right away. You, you know what the problem is? Is I'm not using FanDuel's uh, created parlays. I'm creating my own when I should just roll off of FanDuel's because they probably know better than I do, and they'll probably help me actually win some money. So just visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. So Carter, you said it. We got to get into the winners and losers of the night.
1: Okay, so first off, the number one winner of tonight is going to be the community because another criminal has been put away. Someone is off the streets, and hopefully nobody's cars will be getting broken into in the near future. Uh, maybe she has uh, this is a bigger operation. Maybe she has a network, so we might have to be uh, on the lookout in the future. But that is our number one uh, winner of tonight, Braden. I'll give it back to you for uh, the second winners of tonight.
0: Yeah, number two winner of the night is us, Locked On Blue Jays, and the the Locked On Blue Jays community. We didn't get robbed. That's honestly just the win. It, we just didn't get robbed. And no, nobody's windows got smashed, you know, so us. And be, and maybe Carter as well because, you know, he he's like man tracker 5,000 apparently. Man tracker of the year. And then our number three award is going to go
1: to the police force because the guy that we dealt with is just a complete beauty. Just a great guy. Uh, it was kind of just... Making the situation a little bit lighter. Obviously, that was the first time we've been through anything like that. And he uh, it's very easy to talk to. Kept us calm during uh, the whole uh, situation. And yeah, just uh, kudos to the police force for uh, their response. I'll I'll give it to you for our first loser of tonight. So the first loser of tonight is just criminals in general. You don't want to be caught stealing against uh, the locked on boys. Clearly, you see what happens. And hopefully she remembers that for the rest of her life, to uh,
0: never come back around this place ever again. I can almost tell you for free, none of this will be remembered. She was on another planet tonight.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, in Winnipeg, there is sort of a drug crisis, so I wouldn't be surprised
0: if this isn't the first time that we're dealing with something like this. Yeah. For the second loser of tonight, and probably our now new least favorite person. I think I think this is the biggest loser of the night, actually. DoorDash, DoorDash delivery
1: driver. Come on, DoorDash. Like, what, what are we doing here? You're just, they, he pretty much gave the girl an escape route and she just decided not to take it. So, I mean, kudos she, to her.
0: If, 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 if that's a real criminal, she's running out the back, hitting another house on the way, escaping back somewhere. Instead, she gave up. She called her quits, called her a night, didn't want to be on the run. Not she with us a- two
1: on the lookout. She already tried to go on the run for about 15, 20 minutes, but I was just on her like a hawk. She knew she wasn't going to give me the slip, so she's like, "Oh, why waste
0: my time? He's going to be right on me again anyway." Yeah, there's no stopping the locked on boys. And uh, yeah, so this was, this was this was this was fun. This was this was horrible. Honestly, got horrible because now I still got to go get my window replaced, and I have to file a second police report. Yeah, and
1: I'm uh I'm going to finish this podcast in the bathroom because our roommate is trying to sleep and it is late. So I mean.
0: Yeah, got that's a interview. sacrifice
1: we make for the podcast and for the content grind it is what it is
0: so yeah i wanted to say this as well so it's whatever two in the morning i still have to edit this podcast secondly um i didn't want to be doing this now i could have done this when i got home and you know instead somebody tries to rob us so our our, our buddy's got a interview tomorrow so good luck to him first of all um second of all I wasn't the one having to get punished and be in the bathroom. That was Carter. So that was sick. Another winner of tonight is me for not having to be in the bathroom. And then Carter, you probably lost a little bit today. You, you were sort of on both sides. I mean,
1: I, I'm going to take it as like uh, in totality it's going to be a, a fat W for me. This okay. is a
0: little bit of an L, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make for the boys. You know what? We can't make this episode and not talk about the Blue Jays. We did find a bunch of spring training stuff um, that we did want to go over, a bunch of uh, people, you know, interviews, quotes, stuff like that. So we want to let you guys in on what's going on with the Blue Jays. But first, I think they still haven't tuned into the 24 7 streaming service carter yeah it is still available for them to
1: tune in whenever they feel like it they want to tune in at the time that we're filming this podcast 2 a.m it's going to be up for them they want to tune in right in the morning at 10 a.m 9 a.m whenever they wake up then they can do that as well Just go to our 24 7 locked on streaming channel on youtube and subscribe
0: so today's episode brought to you by game time game time is unbelievable Me and the guys went out to a Jets game. I've told this story before. It was so good. We were four rows from the glass watching the Winnipeg Jets for like stupid cheap, like easy money, cheap. It saved us so much money that we were able to go out and buy more beers because that's how cheap it was. And we knew exactly what our view was going to be because it has a little viewfinder. It was unbelievable. Game time. We, I just put in the code locked on and uh, yeah, it saved me 20 bucks off my uh, first order it was nuts and the tickets were cheap already so it was like oh 20 bucks off plus you know it was like half the price of that ticket like it was nuts so game time is the best way to get your uh tickets see the view from your seat like i said uh all prices are shown up front uh so there's no guessing and you know you're getting a great deal before you check out they have like these little like green or red or dark green or light green little uh buttons so you know that uh you know what you're what you're getting what seat you're getting is at a good value game time is deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts it's the place to find last minute seats find exclusive flash deals sponsored deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater hockey movies and more with zone deals you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings and then the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account, and redeem code L O C K E D O N for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price overall guarantee. Time for some Blue Jays talk, Carter.
1: Yeah, a little bit of an unconventional episode. Uh, Obviously, we have to give the Blue Jays fans at least a little bit of Jays content. It wouldn't be a locked-on podcast without talking about the Blue Jays. So I'm going to leave it over to you to get them into our first spring training talk.
0: Yeah, so first of all, um, Caitlin McGrath, we had her on the episode. She does an amazing job covering the team as well. She writes amazing articles. She talks to the players. She talks to everybody. She knows what's going on. She's locked in or locked on. And uh, she actually got some quotes from uh, John Schneider about Vladdy. So I found it really interesting to see what, you know, what John had to say about them. Um, So he, he says, at first he looks great. He put in a ton of work. um, He loves that he's prepared. That's what really good players do. They take ownership of everything in the off season and they get ready to go. So when he says this about Vlad, I mean, we all can see, you know, the the incredible work that Vlad's put in this offseason, right? And I think the taking ownership part is really interesting to me because you don't overly hear about guys taking blame sometimes. You know, these superstars sometimes don't think it's, you know, that any of it falls on them. But I think in the case of Vlad, he knows that, you know, when he's playing at his best, the team plays at their best.
1: Yeah, we need Vlad to be successful in order for this team to be successful as well. And he knows he's been trying to replicate that 2021 season for the last two seasons. Obviously hasn't worked out too well for him. But a guy that has done it before, only two years ago, seems like forever right now. But hopefully we can get 2021 Vlad back. I know he's been uh, switching up his swing mechanics, trying to get more efficient, trying to switch up that launch angle. Hopefully pull, pull some more baseballs because when Vladdy pulls the baseball and hits it hard, it is so fun to watch because that ball goes flying. Uh, with John Schneider, it's nice to kind of see him uh, siding with his guys again, keeping them a little bit accountable as well. One thing I found interesting with Vladdy is we talk about this all the time, and it is the decision-making. So they were talking to Vladdy about the after the Game 2 loss against the Twins last October. And the way Vladdy described how the Jays need to make progressions is he says decisions. I think we've got to get better at making decisions on everything. So that he left that uh, to be pretty broad. He could, could have been referencing John Schneider's managerial decisions. He could have been referencing himself, getting picked off at second base, uh, just making dumb base running decisions, or just the whole team. Maybe they're being a little bit unserious in the dugout. And that's something we've been talking about on this podcast pretty much every episode is because that's one of the biggest things we notice is that sometimes this team makes stupid mental errors, and that is not something that they can do if they want to be in World Series contention.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I know I know you also pulled a couple quotes as well from a couple guys. Um, what did you get today? Oh, I have, I have a bunch of different things. So I'm going to start
1: with uh, the guy that re-signed, Kevin Kiermeyer. And this is just him on returning to the Blue Jays. So what he said was, Toronto treated me like a king last year. My wife was crying her eyes out when we left after last year. She didn't want to leave. My kids loved it. And they talk about the CN Tower all the time. They can't wait to go back. And that is per John Morosi. Uh, not not too much to talk about there. It's just nice to have Kevin Kiermaier back. Obviously, yeah. he loves the city. The family loves the city too. Uh, great guy to have. Great experience. Uh, unbelievable fielder. Obviously, winning the gold glove last year. And a great guy to have to flip over the order for the big guns at the top.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and we've talked about this when we did his sort of like player profile thing as well, right? We we know what Kevin Kiermaier brings to this team, right? Just huge energy guy. Can make those spectacular plays that uh you know draw fans in too like he's you know he's a fan favorite for a reason and and i'm really hoping actually that justin turner is also going to be a fan favorite it seems like he might be oh absolutely justin turner uh just like we said uh i think it was on tuesday's
1: episode uh the justin turner throwing on that blue jays hat it's that little uh, video he sent out just uh you can tell he's a little bit of a character and now with guys like daniel Volgobath there's going to be a lot of fan favorites on this team I'm going to move over to a quote from Dalton Farshow, actually. I feel like it's been kind of a slow offseason in terms of that. He told John Maroshi how much it meant to him that two of the team's hitting coaches, Guillermo Martinez and Hunter Mentz, visited his hometown in the winter for batting sessions. And this is in Chile, Wisconsin, and the population of his town is 321 people. So obviously not a lot going on there. So great job by the Blue Jays hitting coaches to uh, make their way out there. And it's obvious that Dalton Varsho noticed that he did not have very good offensive success last year. And he is trying to at least improve that for the upcoming season.
0: For sure. And I think that's one thing that, you know, every Blue Jays fan understands is that Dalton Varsho has to be better. And so for the Jays hitting coaches to go out there and put in the effort to, you know, want to make this guy a good hitter is huge for me. I think if Dalton Varshan can start crushing the baseball, oh, it's going to help us out a ton. If we can get some production out of the, the middle to uh, the bottom third of the lineup, that is going to be
1: massive. If you can get guys on for the big dogs like George Springer, Bo Bichette, Vladi, Justin Turner, all these guys that can drive runners in and can hit for power, the Blue Jays are going to be lethal this year. So I'm just going to round off a couple more uh, of random quotes from the Blue Jays. I'll start with Kevin Gosman. I'm not going to talk too much about this because Kevin Gosman knows what he's doing at this point in his career. So he just had a few comments on last year's performance uh, individually and as a team and what he expects for the upcoming season. So he says there was a lot of positives and obviously it sucked how it ended. And I feel like a lot of fans kind of forgot that and just looked at things in a negative way. And for that, I feel like he's sort of correct. I mean, it is tough to not look at it in a negative way, though, when you score one run in two playoff games and just the whole season was kind of a tall tale that uh, the offense could not hit the ball, and clearly we paid for that throughout the season. Uh, just one more thing I found really actually interesting was on the Blair and Barker show, Buck Martinez says that Bowden Francis is working on adding a splitter to his arsenal. So that would go along with his four-seam fastball, his curveball, and his slider. His four-seam tops out about 95 miles an hour. Curveball's around 74, and the slider is around 85. And we have show, seen a lot of success with the splitter on this Blue Jays pitching staff. Obviously, Kevin Gossman throws an unbelievable splitter. And then Eric Swanson, one of the best relievers we had out of the bullpen last season, obviously playing off that fastball really well. And I think that is Bowden Francis' goal, is to if he can develop that splitter and sh- uh, shoot it low in the zone and play off that fastball, he is going to be even more lethal than he was last season.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see it. If, if he can get... If he can get good with that splitter, that pitch arsenal is just unbelievable. And I think, yeah, he could be a big piece this season.
1: Yeah, I got three more here. One's quick. Uh, well, Adam Francis just stretched out to be a starter. So his role could be pretty much anything with the team. He is open to being that uh, fifth starter role. Maybe a middle reliever like Trevor uh, Trevor Richards was last year. the longer reliever role, maybe he comes in in high leverage. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Blue Jays use him. Jordan Romano, another guy that uh, seemed kind of to be lost in the offseason, a guy that Blue Jays fans don't really worry about too much because he is so successful and so consistent all the time. But they say that Romano focused on his delivery this winter, specifically on his line to the plate. So just how efficient he moves to the plate and just which side of the plate he's on. Obviously, if you move a little bit more left, you can hide the ball a little bit better as a right-handed pitcher. And same thing for the other side. It's just different arm slots, different little things to keep hitters guessing more often. And according to reports, his velo spikes when his mechanics are on. Didn't get any actual numbers on that. So Romano was usually sitting around 97, 98 last year. So if he's spiking with his velo and they made it out to uh, point that out for him, he could be sitting
0: at 101, 102 uh, fairly consistently if he's getting his mechanics down. Holy, that would be absolutely electric. Could you imagine Romano throwing that kind of heat? Like he's already, he's already deadly. Imagine well, with that- a couple extra, you know miles to that velo.
1: Well, and now that we lost Jordan Hicks, if he can pick up that velo, it's like he never really left. Obviously, uh, Jordan Romano's slider is unbelievable. He's got great location on that fastball. And if this guy can get even better and you throw even faster, he is going to be one of the best closers in the league. The last quote I'm going to have is actually about Justin Turner. And that is per Shy Dabiti. It says he will bat somewhere that he's doing damage in the middle of the order. It'll be DH first and at third a little bit. So kind of a vague statement there. Nothing that we didn't really know already. Uh, Justin Turner and Daniel Volgoback will probably be kind of split in reps at DH. Obviously, Justin Turner will be getting more of the reps, but just something to look out for. We'll see if they experiment with Justin Turner, just keeping them at DH, or maybe throwing them in the field a little bit to get some guys some rest.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like like we've talked about a ton, is that a lot of these guys can be moved all over the field, sort of. So it'll be very interesting to see where... People start, first of all, and then, you know, by the middle of the end of the season, how many reps uh, each of them get at each position.
1: Yeah, with spring training is coming up very quickly. I believe our first game is on Saturday. So from this podcast, when it will be coming out tomorrow on Wednesday, that is three days until Toronto Blue Jays baseball. And the closer we get, the more fired up I am getting. Because uh, Sportsnet did come out and say that 26 of the spring training games will be broadcasted on their broadcast this season. And one thing that I find interesting as well, I'm going to throw it in here at the end. Carlos Rodon for the New York Yankees, who we play on the Sunday, is slated to go against the Toronto Blue Jays. So if the, they kind of want their major leaguers to go against more major league pitching. I know he did kind of struggle last season. This would be a very early but good opportunity to see how our guys did in the offseason, how their offseason training has translated to the big leagues this season.
0: For sure. I will be right dialed in, tuned in, locked on, if you will um we want to thank you guys for watching this has been a very strange episode we know that um but like when stuff like this happens we think okay you know what? we can come on and just talk about blue jays or we can tell you honestly what happened and we're being real this stuff happens we're you know we're fans but sometimes life gets in the way um and yeah life got in the way a little bit today and over this past week so it's been crazy but we want to thank you guys for sticking with us tuning in Uh, and yeah, we're going to be pumped this, like this week, we got some cool segments. Carter's built a couple cool segments up. Um, so we're ready to have some fun and, uh, yeah, get into spring training here. Just before we head out here, I do want to bring up our locked on 24 seven
1: streaming channel. One more time, college sports, basketball, NHL, pretty much any sport that you are going to want to tune into will be on our locked on 24 seven streaming channel. So just go over there and subscribe whenever you guys feel like digesting your sports content. I wanted to say thank you guys for watching. Braden's always active on Twitter. He's pretty much squirreling at all times throughout the day, so his Twitter is Braden5Owasco. My Twitter is CarterFirst2. As the season progresses, I'm going to become more active on that. Uh, thank you guys for all of your support. The likes, comments, the subscribers, we're always appreciative of that. And we'll kind of return to more of a regularly scheduled episode tomorrow, assuming that we don't get robbed again. With For you, Braden, it's not looking too good. We might have another robbery story coming at you tomorrow
0: yeah i'm praying right now and you know what if if you guys can all give carter the what for's in the comments about being in the bathroom that would be awesome i want to see as many carter what are you doing in the bathroom uh comments as possible so throw all those down there we appreciate you guys watching and tune in tomorrow